Welcome to this episode 221. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey! What's up, everybody? And this is Bobby. Ben, we're back for another week and another win, guys. A nice one, too. How you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling good, man. That was a good win. I, I think, like, uh, that was a pretty complete performance from the Galaxy over the weekend. And it was against a team that I don't think has been, like, Cincinnati, you know, they're like, they're not pushovers. I think they're, they're a decent team. They're missing their, their main, like, uh, focal point in the midfield and Alex ring, but so are we, we're missing Victor Vasquez for this game. I think this was a really solid win. And what did we talk about last week? We expected, we wanted bond to get a shutout and guess what? He got a shutout. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good victory for the Galaxy. Uh, by far the best uh, performance that they've had in 2021. Um, top to bottom, uh, very good showing. Uh, clean sheet, like you said. Finally, uh, uh, Bond gets his uh, his, uh, his shutout and um, just defensively just shut down Austin for practically the entire game. I think there was a moment of maybe like 10 minutes where they were pinned back a little bit and maybe one or two, you know, semi scary moments. I never really felt that I was in danger. Um, and maybe that's because bond is our goalie now. <laughs> um, but, uh, nothing happening too much on the, uh, offensive end for Austin. And I never really felt threatened. I always felt that the game was, um, obviously you could have lost it one mistake you know, you were only up 1-0 when Austin was pushing and one defensive mistake, one blunder, one really good shot, um, you know, and all that uh, hard work, all that dominance just goes out the window. So, but, you know, the, the Galaxy shut it down. They got their insurance goal. Chicha scores yet again. Seven goals in five games. The guy is on fire. He continues to score. And, man, the Galaxy are flying high right now. They are... Um, second in the Western Conference, 12 points um, out of a possible 15. Guys, let's wind the clock back a little bit. When the schedule was released three, two, three months ago, did you honestly believe if someone told you that the Galaxy would have won the first four out of five games and be in second place in the Western Conference, would you have believed them? No, no man, I would have been like, "Oh, what's what's wrong with MLS?" No, <laughs> they finally broke. <laughs> well, maybe well, that could still be true, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah, not th too far from the truth. Uh, sometimes, yeah, this is actually really um, obviously it, it it's very welcoming. I I joke around with some friends at work saying I actually don't know what to do. The, the Galaxy are winning. <laughs> and I'm so not used to doing that anymore that, you know, I, I find myself waiting like like after the Austin game, maybe like an hour or two after. I'm like, okay, is it next Saturday yet? Because I want to play again. I want yeah. the next team. You know, I want to see this team again. This team has become. Yeah, I was like, when's our, when's our midweek games? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like, I, I want to play as much as possible at, right now. And I know a lot of Galaxy fans feel the same way. They want to get the next game going. Uh, their confidence is up. They, they love watching this team play. Uh, they're giving us a reason to be, you know, confident in this team. Um, and 
the scary part, and again, I'm getting ahead of myself, and it's only week five. Um, then a lot can happen, but the scary part in this is that you still have to integrate Kevin Cabral and wait till he gets his feet wet and wait till he settles into this system. You have a defensive midfielder that is that we still lack. We're using Saldana and we're using Harvey. They're fill-in roles. We get a starter in there, a legit uh, defensive midfielder. We have another reinforcement coming in, fighting for a uh, center-back position. This rebuild has some 2009 ring to it as of right now. Ooh. Think about it. This is a this is I mean I mean like, look what, it's early it's it's still it's early, early dude like it's very so early, early, early in the season it's hard MLS is a long grueling season um but you got to love the hot start that the Galaxy are off to and it's not just like ooh we we won some games we gutted out some games like they look competitive and competent that's the one thing that we've been asking for over the last what three seasons let's feel the competitive team yep and Right now, right now, it's looking like not only are they competitive, they're believing in themselves to a point where they could probably play up levels, to, you know, to beat teams that they're not supposed to be beating. They're be, they're definitely winning the games they're supposed to be winning. I, I think we cannot disagree on that at all. Every game, obviously, we've, we've only lost the one, but every game we've won, you look at it on paper and you go, yeah, the Galaxy... A good competitive Galaxy team should be winning that game, uh, with the exception of Seattle, obviously. Um, it's hard to gauge because we're not playing the East Coast teams that that may or may not be good. Um, but I think overall you have to – again, you're right, Lewis, in that I'm not really sure what to do with myself. I mean, probably since we started this podcast, we haven't had – uh, a successful, really good-looking team. So, you know, with that being said, this is episode 221. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. I- <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the thing is, is that for me, it's been, obviously, since 2016. This is a uh, That was a season where we were expecting, and I remember this, we were expecting the Triple Crown of MLS. Uh, uh, MLS Cup, you need to win Support Shield, and you're going to win CCL. Um, none of that happened. And I remember saying that that actually, expectation-wise, might be one of the worst seasons in Galaxy history because you came up short, well short, in every single one of your goals. And then, of course, 2017 happened and shut me right up. Um, and then 2020 happened, so make me look even you know dumber. <laughs> um, so the, the, the thing with... But this Galaxy team, we've seen it before. The, the, the thing is, with this Galaxy, the difference is, is that expectations weren't high, obviously. So I think that there is a free roll in what the Galaxy are doing right now. You're saying, okay, there's a rebuild. There's got to be a bounce back. You know, you, you can't be worse in 2020. Even if you're ending up in eighth place and not in the playoffs, you're improving, technically speaking. Um, it is a step forward. We're so far down that that is a step forward. And if this is a three-year project, then you know that's just the first step in you know said project. And the reason, and again, it's still early, and I understand that. And I'm going to pull it back toward the end of the episode. But 
you're looking at what happened in 2009 when you're bringing in all these players. Bruce Arena comes in, new coach. Let's go ahead and change this culture because you remember you had the Rude Hullet years. You had the Frank Yallop years. It was really bad. Bruce Arena comes in here, brings in all these new players, and you're like, okay, we just got to you know start from scratch and build something that we once lost. And a couple years down the line, we'll be competing. And we go all the way to MLS Cup losing in, in penalties. And I'm sorry for bringing that up, guys. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm not saying we're going to MLS Cup this year. And I still don't think we're going to MLS Cup. Um, but we're going to MLS Cup. Be- <laughs> 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 but the belief and the faith and the confidence that this fan base has in this team is very well merited. It is not off base to have faith in this team right now. And um, this is all Greg Van. This is all Greg Van. Um, a complete contrast from what we've seen. A guy who makes substitutes, a guy who trusts his bench, a guy who has got his players working like hell, a guy who has his players believing in what he wants to do. Because right now they're out working a lot of guy, a lot of a lot of other teams out there, and a guy who makes his adjustments when needed. He sees something wrong, he fixes it. He isn't afraid to make those big decisions. Hey, I I need this to happen. I need to you know get this guy off. Guess what? Chicharito's off. Legit is off. Those aren't the guys that you would normally think would be one of the first ones off. You know, in a game. Excuse me, in a game that, you know is still semi-close. So lots of credit to Greg Vanny for this turnaround. Again, it's still very early, but and we're not a finished product. And I've seen this before because we have actually matched the same start that GBS had in his first year. So I've seen this before. We could make a 180. Yeah, I mean, that's a, different, that's a different season than 2020, though. I mean, if we're just comparing right. this team from 2020, it's a massive contrast. Masses. It's the, ent- the entire side of the other coin, uh, the other side of the coin. It's it's um, and you've already, and you said it, Lewis. I mean, um, <clears throat> we're seeing it completely. Like, if we watch a game from twenty twenty, it looks like nobody's even playing for each other. Nobody's even looking at each other. Yeah. Um, yep. It's it's really really bad. This is just in- it's insanely different. Um, but we're seeing the 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 reason it seems a little bit more believable and not so like, ah, I don't know, is because we're seeing the or- the actual growth organically from game to game to game to game. Even even the Bingo. way... Sorry? No. Oh, did we lose Bobby? No, 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 no. Or did you, I... You said something, Lewis. You said something. Anyways... Even even when we're even when we see like the videos that they're making and stuff, it's just it's 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 a little bit more it's it's a lot more optimistic, positive, and more inclusive within like within like 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 David's uh, favorite hashtag uh, uh, play like brothers. Um, mm-hmm. Is that the, is I've, that is that I've correct? I've been actually putting that. Oh, okay, yeah, I've been putting that play like brothers. Yeah, it's hard for me not to look at that and then be like, "But we had brothers." Um, so it's hard for me not to think that when I see that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, I, Hey, and you know something, and 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 it is something to be said. Speaking of brothers, uh, I don't know if you guys caught this the other day, but when uh, when Gonzalo Iguain scored for Miami, he threw up the LA the LA sign for some reason. That's crazy. And maybe Louisiana maybe he likes no. what he's seen. Yeah, I guess no, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, does he Florida? Like, I guess FLA. <laughs> 
Um, but, you know, I was like, well, you know, maybe he needs to come over here, too. Maybe he thinks he's in L.A. Who knows? Maybe somebody <laughs> told him he was in Los Angeles. Maybe. Um, maybe they were trying to do the shape of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Stick out a wing. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's it's really remarkable to see that turnaround, as, as Bobby was saying. Like, it, it feels organic. It feels genuine. Um, and, and that's what's been really great about all of this. That's what makes you feel like even if we don't end up at MLS Cup, it, you can say that it was a good, productive season and there's good building blocks already in place. And and as we said, we're incomplete. We're not there yet. You know, we just got Kevin Cabral. He just got his first minute in. Uh, we're looking at some of our players who were – probably should not have uh if, if we would have had a complete team at the beginning of the season would not have seen the field like adam saldana you know and now we have guys who we know that we can probably bring in to try and lock up a game i thought carlos harvey in this game was pretty was pretty good yeah, but also to uh, rotate for the, the long haul of the season yeah exactly to rotate that's that's what i was trying to get to is that we have guys who we know we can rely on when some of the bigger names are not available or some of the better players are not available, they're in there to be serviceable. It's now become a team of starters and then people who have the ability to push those starters to be their best, the best versions of themselves. Whereas in previous years, we had the starters and then we had the guys that are in G2 that, you know, we brought up and they had no idea the, what the, was going the on. Just barely scraps. Yeah. Exactly. That just barely like there was a steep drop off between the quality of the, the starters and, and yeah. And, 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 like, and ah, we don't need these sucks. people. But, but, but it's not just that. <laughs> That's why you I, wouldn't I, bring anybody in until the 89th <laughs> minute. Yeah. I mean, it's not just I, one of the ways I defend GBS in that is that, look, you had no game changers on the bench. You take out what you, you take out, you know, a starter, there's going to be a huge drop off. But at the same time, Greg Vanny kind of has the same problem. He's kind of having. He kind of has the same players. He has new. Uh, but he's turned it he around. New players quite in, the, a lot. <laughs> in, in the starting lineup, and you're bringing in Ethan Zubak. You're bringing in Alvarez. By the way, these guys were at GBS's disposal. Um, you know, you, you're you, you could bring. You brought in Fisher. That's that's a new guy though. Um, so you know, and then Carlos Harvey is is in there. So Dang is in there. Um, he is actually saying to, you know, whatever it is that he's saying to these guys, he has them believing. He's saying, all right, dude, like, step up. You know, I have faith in you. The fact that I'm putting you in here, I have faith in you. You go in there. This is the job that I need you to do. This is what I am expecting of you. Go do it. And so far, let's just say they the, have. Let's just say the truth. They brought in a witch doctor. They did a ritual inside the locker room, and all that shit is... Has gone from yeah, last year. Yeah, they just exercise. Hey, man. <laughs> they, you know you, the... they, they, they burn you know Chicharito the... socks from last season. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what the funny thing about that is? Is that, again, still early and knock on wood, and I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but the funny thing is when you say that, you know, you're you're kind of like exercising all that, uh, all that juju out of the locker room. We haven't been hit with the injury bug. Oh no, no, for sure not. Uh, so, so I mean, on, you know, because that guy, because that guy has been living. Well, here's the thing: that injury bug has been living in the Galaxy locker room for like five seasons. It does look like he 
has migrated into the Dodger locker room. So, as far as Galaxy is concerned, hey, you know what? Maybe you did exercise that, you know, that bug. Um, but um, whatever it is, you know, and, and it's an all-around shift. I mean, the, the culture and the players are starting to acknowledge it. Like, the culture is changing, and they feel it. Um, and we see it. And it reflects on us, too, because, again, look at the way we are talking about this team how we feel about this team is completely different and it's and it's it's become fun again because it wasn't fun last season it really wasn't of even 2000, it wasn't. 2019 wasn't like yeah <laughs> yeah it wasn't you know it, it, it's a completely different uh, all around and i said this again i said this in the preseason and bobby brought it up right now i said look if you're going to change the culture, it's got to go from top to bottom, right? It's got to be in the front office. It's got to be in the players, the coaches, the fans, uh, marketing, a- a- a social media. Everything has to like completely change. And look at what – and Bobby said it. Look at the stuff that they're putting out there right now. It. I said this in the preseason. There is a shift that in how they're – and what they're putting out there on social media. Remember, it was all, you know – Jonah, 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 Gio, Jonah, Chicharito, Chicharito, Chicharito. Like, there was a lot more to highlight. It wasn't that they were highlighting a team. They were highlighting a player. And now it's about the team. And obviously, you're highlighting a player when they're having a good game. And guess what? There's like numerous players having good games. And guess what? All those highlights are in there. There is definitely a shift in even the social media team in how they're doing these videos. And so... It's it's a remarkable turnaround that is long overdue. I'm glad it's finally happened, and I hope it stays that way. Um, let's go ahead and get into the game. A um, little bit more detail about the game because we haven't really talked about it. So, as we said, best performance from the Galaxy from top to bottom thus far in this season. Granted, it's against Austin. Granted, fifth road game in a row. But you did what you needed to do. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Last season, probably, probably win, maybe not. But if you do, you're really struggling. And it's probably going to be ugly. This is the first quote-unquote pretty win of the season. Yeah. Um, Dominant. Dominating all around. Um, we imposed our will on Austin. We created chance well, after chance, especially in that first half. I mean, well, just Austin just could not do anything in that first half. Let me ask you this, Louis. Did we did we win in the stats though? You know what? Speaking of social media team, the shade that is being thrown at other teams, and the shade that is being thrown in for our rivals. And by the way, that's actually always been there. You know, putting up a billboard of you know Zlatan running over blessing in front of the stank. You know, that's pretty you know primo uh, work there as far as trolling is is concerned. But we all know the joke, uh, uh, you know, an LAFC account posted, you know, oh, you know, here are the stats. We wanted the stats, and that became the joke. And social media after the game just trolled that account because they're listening to, you know, what fans are doing and how they're interacting with each other and what's going on on Galaxy Twitter, and now they reflect that. And again, a culture shift. So what do they do? They put the stats on their Twitter page, and, you know, Austin, for the most – like. Not on all of them, but the stats that they chose to to uh, to put on there, they had Austin, you know, winning those stats. And yeah, I mean, it, it's a troll all around. We love it. Um, 
let's get into those stats. 55-45 possession, it's for Austin. And I'll tell you right now, that came more in the second half because the Galaxy did have more possession in the first half. Um, expected goals, 2.28 for the Galaxy. I think that's the highest that they've had all season. Um, 0.87 for the opposition. And on the side of the coin, this is the best defensive performance of the season. And those two stats really re reflect on that. By the way, the, the missed penalty kick, you could have had a third. Um, so they probably would have exceeded that uh, expected goal stat there. And I want to talk about that penalty kick a little later on. Uh, total shots, 16 to 15, relatively even. Only four shots on target for the Galaxy. Um, and uh, two for Austin. So accuracy for both teams weren't there. Chances created 16 to 13. Again, Austin caught up in the second half. There was that, you know, 10 minute, maybe 15 minute period where they actually pinned the Galaxy back and they started creating chances, but nothing dangerous. Big chances, three for the Galaxy, none for Austin. So there it is. Not in any real sort of, of danger. Uh, Austin, uh, 494 passes to 389 for the Galaxy. Corners were even. Um, so, Again, like, you know, statistically, doesn't with the exception of the expected goals, statistically, not a dominating performance for the Galaxy. But if you watch the game, you know that the Galaxy were in, never in any real danger. They had control of that game. Um, and when they didn't, they, they held the fort down. So, um, yeah, let's talk about the goals. Goal number one, um, Legit gets his first goal. Of the season, well, um, was that that was that was after the uh, the missed penalty kick? Yes. That was, okay, so okay, so we, do we want to talk about the penalty kick? Sure, sure, just say it. Go for okay. it. Okay. So teacher gets his penalty kick, and as you know, the penalty is being called. I am in my head like, don't put Chicha. I know you're gonna put Chicha in there. Yeah. But you're but but you're don't put Chicha in there. And then of course Chicha steps up, and he misses the kick. Chicharito. And we said this last season when he missed the penalty kick. Um, I, I, I forgot what game it was. It was some, you know, one of the two games that he played. Um, you know, okay, go ahead, get in there, get your goal, get your confidence up. Maybe that's all you need. Goes on to miss the penalty kick. As a striker, as a poacher, it doesn't get more poachy than that. It's it's a one on one with the goalie. You have all the advantage in the world. Chicharito and penalty kicks now is under 50% accuracy. Has, that has is, he ever has he ever been the penalty kick taker guy for any team that he's played for? Does he take the PKs for Mexico? Well, he is now officially 11 for 23. Yeesh. Yeesh. I think that's I think that's, that's what it is. Bad. 11 for at least wow. it's under 500. That's Shaq level. It's under Yes. Oh, Shaq had a better had a better <laughs> No, you but that's the um, best but that's the best thing I could put it as, you know what I mean? Like But yeah. I actually think we made that conversation. I think I actually even made that comparison when he missed the penalty kick last year. Like, why in the world? I get why you would want to put your star player to put, you know, to 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 get the, to you know, I'm sorry, to take the kick. And I understand that. Hey, the more he scores, the better it is for his confidence. The better it is for the team. And I yeah. understand that. But when you look at the stat of look, you are not a good penalty taker. You're not historically. It's not even a confidence, and maybe it is a confidence issue. So, so, but so who takes them? So who takes them other than other than Chicha? If I have to take a guess, I mean, obviously, like from from the players that were on the field at the time, 
who would you put up there? I would say legit. I would, I would probably, and I was gonna say I would probably put legit as your next one in. The fact that there has to be some sort of debate on this is actually scary. I actually because... don't know. I I don't know if I put legit up there. I definitely don't put. Uh, I definitely don't put Jonathan Dos Santos. I definitely don't put Efrain. And you wouldn't put I... Grand Sir, so it leaves you to legit. You wouldn't put, yeah. I mean, Terrors a... maybe. <laughs> no, <laughs> Viafania. <laughs> you know, I think if Victor Vasquez is in there, I put Victor Vasquez up there. And, to, and, to and again, that. yeah, but I, you I said uh, you said all people go. on the team. You said you said people that were on yeah. there at the time. Yeah, right? yeah, I know, I know. Shit, I might I, put I dude. Honestly, I might put, put Bond. Bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might put oh, Bond in there. I put um, fucking Cosmo. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a joke. Oh uh, uh, God! I, I mean, I, I mean, you're right. Who else would you put on there? All I know is that man, like, for for a you know guy who's only who's only just job don't is concede score? any penalties. Just don't concede penalties. Then we that way we don't have to have, worry about who's going to take them or not. Well, wouldn't it That's be a way of looking at it? Well, wouldn't it wouldn't it be Cabral since once he starts becoming a starter? We don't know that. That's the thing. We don't know how he is a, yeah. a, as a, as a spot t- uh, taker. Um, no, I'm just saying. He, I, I think sh- he would be the second choice if we had like this around the same kind of lineup we had Maybe. this past past game, but with him. I as might starting. put Jonah in there. If if okay, let, let's go back. The you're you're in a game where it goes to penalties. Who are your five? Who are your five 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 uh, takers? Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Bond, Steris, Williams, Viafania, and Araujo. You know what? You know what? Honestly, I, I I've never seen him take it, but I would be interested to see how Williams does it on, on a penalty. Yeah. So I don't know if he um, could slide tackle it in. I think he'd be he'd, he'd do it well. Yeah. I mean, we just now, don't know that, how all these other guys do it. I mean, how they yeah. how they would yeah. do no, but it, so. but you know what's funny is that Lewis, you you were bringing up the fact that the you know, the, the shades of 2009, right? Um, uh-huh. 2009 yeah. MLS cup goes to penalties. Uh-huh. Who, and, and you're right. Who do you put up there? Who do you put up there? Let's, yeah. let's assume we have our full slate of, of, um, characters on, on our team, our, our a one squad list. You've got Chicha and Cabral, uh, Grand Sear. Um, who's the other guy? Victor Vasquez is in there. Um, man, it, that's a tough, that's a tough pull because honestly, like, yeah, I think you put you put Jonathan Dos Santos up there, you put Legit up there, you put um, Cabral, Vasquez, and Vasquez, and yeah, I guess you have to put Chicha. Uh, but I, man, what, but where do you? Okay, so let, let's say you do put Chicha in there. Where in what? Where, when does he take it? Is he one? Is he two? Is he three or four or five? Because that that's tough. I I don't put him one and I don't put him five. I, I and I would say either two or three. That's where I would say two. two or three. He has to be two. Yeah, I think I think Bobby's right. It's got to be two. It's got to be two just because you get that first one and the pressure's off. You okay? You got the first one. And after that, it's just you know it's it's clockwork. After that, you I, can't put I, him five because that's the last one. You're depending on him to make it, and I think that that's not his. Not to say that he can't take the pressure. He's just not a good at penalty kicks. Like it's yeah. plain and simple. So you put you give you give yourself a chance to let somebody else bury one. Then again, that's the Landon Donovan spot. We all know how good he was at penalties. He was like ninety eight percent on penalties, except for that one or yeah, two so that he missed. I I think that 
and it's funny because when I think of the the position, oh, not the position, the but the the order uh, of the penalty kicks actually plays a, a huge role. And I don't know this. I don't know if this is a fact. Um, I would have to check some sort of stat. I don't even know where I would check it. But I always feel that the person or the 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 the, the order number that misses the most is number two. I I. I don't know that to be true. I just kind of noticed that if someone is going to miss, it's either two or four. Then put them um, there. I don't know why that then is. Put them and there. I was, and, 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 <laughs> and that's what I was saying. Put it at two, where it's like, well, if statistically this is where you're going to miss, well, then I'm not really losing anything here. <laughs> and yeah, it probably has to be two. But yeah, this is actually. I mean, I, I again, I don't think we're going to get to MLS Cup and going to penalties. But if you had to go, if you're in the playoffs and you had to go into penalties, um, I think the Galaxy are in a huge disadvantage right there that you yeah. don't have a set five where you feel very confident that, hey, these guys are going to bury it. So there's a problem there. But we're getting ahead of ourselves here as we won't you see kicks for there? quite a while. Fuck no. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, I would put wow. him as six. Kinda... No. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if you want to put that guy in a, no, I know. At, at that point where you're at do or no, die. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Woo! Uh, all right. So, okay, so Shijia misses his penalty kick, and I'll stick with this. So he was asked about that, and he was saying, look, I missed it. I have to have a short memory. And I'm paraphrasing here. Got to have a short memory, you know? Um, good on him. He said, if I miss this opportunity, the next opportunity is the best one. Guess what? You know, he ends up getting his goal uh, at some point. And, yeah. you know, uh, I think it'd be different if, the, you know, they didn't win this game. I think it'd be different if he didn't score. But Neither of those things happened. So not really any harm done. Um, but I like the mindset. Um, that yeah, you know, obviously he's, he's gonna say, you know, he's gonna say No, but that, I mean but, but he's obviously I, I think, yeah, I think he believes it. No, no, it's, but you saw it in real time. Like you saw it when he missed yeah. the ball when he missed the ball. When he missed the penalty kick, he just was just like, ah shit, okay, move on. Boof. And he went straight yeah, to it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, think, last year he would I, I just be really sulking and looking down for like a good three minutes. Yeah, you know, it would weigh heavy on him. It would weigh very yep. heavy. I think. Yep. I think if it was his, I think it was the first game, and he missed that penalty kick, then oh, that you know that could have really turned things a little bit. But could've. given that he's already got six goals at that point, and he misses the penalty kick, and it's early oh, yeah, in the it's, game, it's... and they're not behind, it's all just like, well, okay, whatever. I'll move on. Yeah. I'm moving on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Um... So it remains zero zero. Galaxy probably should be up by now, um, even before the penalty kick. There, you know, they created quite a bit of chances and finally break through um, when uh, Daniel Serres sends a ball over the top that uh, finds uh, a uh, a streaking uh, Sebastian Legit, uh, who gets tangled up with former uh, Galaxy player Hector Jimenez. He goes down really hard. Um, he ends up. Uh, I think it's an MCL sprain. Oof. Officially, I mean, is, is what, I, I don't what I'm hearing. Tangled up. I don't know about tangled up there because you just see Hector Jimenez just flying across the screen. Yeah, yeah. It, it he was, was super. He weird. was in a different. He was a different game, going in a different direction completely. He was and trying, they just like he was trying to head the ball. He he tried to yeah. reach it with his head. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was a really weird looking play. Um, from from Jimenez, uh, I I I even had to like look back and say, wait a minute, what happened? Like obviously he's not faking it; he's being stretchered off, and you know it wasn't that he's on the floor trying to get the ref to uh, to call a foul so that Legend doesn't have a one on one. You know, no, he's he not faking it. But I was like, when did he this spun, happen? Like, yeah, it was super weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was he, just super he caught Legend on as as he left yeah, the yeah, ground to go yeah. deep across him. He caught Legend's legs, and Legend was just running. There's no foul there. No. 
no, no, no. There wasn't. No, there was no foul at all. And I'm not saying there's anything controversial about it. It was just a really, really weird play. Um, but Legit uh, has a one-on-one, and he doesn't waste a chance. He buries it on Pride Night or Pride Day or Pride Game or whatever when they're celebrating uh, the. Um, I'm just gonna say pride. Night. Pride. Um, so Celebrate you know pride. the irony there. <laughs> yeah, the irony well, there. Speaking speaking of which, um, I don't know if you guys saw in in some of the videos that the Galaxy have posted, but they did give uh, jerseys to yeah. some notable notable LA Galaxy fans. Our, our you know friend of the show and uh, and co-host of Simply Soccer, Christian Conway, got a personalized Pride yeah. warm up jersey, which I thought was which was amazing yeah. and really awesome. Uh, my my Boracek's teammate uh, Chola, aka uh, Janelle, got uh, uh, her and her wife, her new her new wife um, Alyssa got. They both each got uh, pride jerseys, uh, with both of them uh, posted, uh, or I believe both of them had Mrs. Diaz yeah. on the back of their jerseys, which was incredible. I mean, I love that the Galaxy is doing stuff like that. Which uh, again. Again, that culture shift, the way that the organization, I mean, you know, does this happen? Did you see something like this happen where, you know, in the past few seasons where, you know, you, you go out and, and and you look at social media, you, you get to know your fans. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, that's incredible and absolutely incredible. Um, it's, it's, it's a shift that, again, it's long overdue, long overdue, long past the days of, hey, your seat is your benefit. Shut the fuck yeah. up, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, good, good on the Galaxy there, and it's super cool to see that, you know. So, um, yeah, I did see the video. And totally awesome, totally awesome. Um, so, so yeah, one nothing in the 35th minute. A little later than it should have happened, but they got it. Breathe a sigh of relief, go into the break. Um, up one nothing, and again, very dominant performance. Came out a little bit, you know, on the slow side in the second half. Um, that's when they started, you know, really kind of conceding possession, kind of started, you know, okay, slow start, got back up again, and then got pinned. But again, the way they're defending, again, I don't see scrambling. I see people kind of there for each other. One guy messes up, the other guy's right there. I don't think that there was uh, too much, um, like I said, like big chances that Austin had, zero. Um, Jonathan Bond only had to make two saves on the night. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really uh, compared to what he did against LAFC. Kind of a slow night uh, compared to, you know, actually not even just LAFC, just his first four games. It, it was a slow night, games. which is a good thing. <laughs> which is a good thing. And remember, you know, one of the things were like, you know, okay, was David Bingham that bad or was his defense letting him down? Like, well, he wasn't, you know, best keeper nonetheless he was serviceable but yeah that defense let him down quite a bit guess what this defense is actually protecting this keeper now um and i and i also think that it's bond who's you know he's a general back there um so he's kind of like you know bossing that back line and when you add Derek williams who is also extremely vocal on that back line you know that's making a difference and um this team is progressing I think that's actually one of the biggest differences between this team and the 2019 team because we're both on pace as far as points are concerned through the first five games. Like I, I, I've seen this before. The difference is in GBSs, you saw a decline in the in the victories, little by little bit, a decline, one less prettier than the next before you kind of tailed off. This one, 
as of right now, the exact opposite. You're seeing improvement in each one of these games. Even in the loss, you were able to see something going forward. Like, okay, okay, I see where you're going with this. And, you know, you're going um, toward your goal. Uh, because, you know, you're not going to be a finished product right now. And you're not going to win the title in May. You know, you're working toward November. You know, you still like this. Or you, you know, you don't want to peak right now, um, so to say, but you definitely want to improve as the season goes on. And I think that's happening right now. Um, so that's probably one of the, uh, the biggest difference from this team and the uh, 2019 team. Um, let's go ahead and get into some of these players here. Um, oh, actually, uh, uh, let's talk about second goal. Because, um, so, as we said, Chicharito misses his penalty kick, comes back and gets the second goal, the insurance goal, late in the game, uh, 77th minute. At that point, you figured, okay, Galaxy has his game one. Um, seventh goal in five games for Chicha, uh, uh, leading the golden boot race on pace for a ridiculous amount of goals. Uh, looks to be shattering the 34-goal of Mark held by, I believe, Joseph Martinez. And obviously, I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, uh, confidence is up. So that is a good thing. Very good cross from Morajo. Perfect pinpoint cross from Morajo. It, it's, uh, um, his crossing has improved. What do you say? I mean, we, we talked about it last week in that he needed that game against LAFC to really jump ahead and and he's showing it now he's showing it's 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 like he got recalibrated and this is the Araujo that we're expecting to see yeah um I wasn't really worried um about you know the first two games it was a little um like hey what's going on here like what you know like this is not the guy that I expect um and what you saw in the last two games that's the guy I expect in fact I expect this guy to be even more even better because his ceiling is high. Well, he should. Um, I don't expect him to be in the galaxy uniform for that much longer. <laughs> unfortunately, um, the guy is um, last two games has just been beasting. Absolutely beasting. Um, okay. Let's get into some players here. Who was the highest rated player in the game? <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, who's the highest rated player in the game? Um, let me see. Let me look at the lineup real fast. Mm. I would say, shit, man, I don't know. Viafania? Viafania. David, who's the highest rated player in the, in the game? Tough to say, man. I feel like. I was just going on time. It's got to be. It's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm going to go Araujo, but I kind of have a feeling it might be Legit. Even though Legit came out early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He came out in like the 60th, more or less. Yeah. Um, Honestly, guys, I thought this was a no-brainer here. There's no, you know, surprises. It, it's Araujo. For the yeah. second game in a row, it is Araujo. He hits at, uh, once again, at 8.5. Wow. Um, wow. I, I, thought this was, I thought this was actually pretty clear-cut. The guy was was all over the field. He was beasting. Uh, he got an assist uh, on that second goal. So, you know, that obviously boosted it up. I, I thought this was a no-brainer. I actually thought this was Araujo. He was the, the best player on the field. And I, I honestly, I didn't think it was close. Um David, you're kind of on point. You're saying he's either Araujo or Legette, or Legette only playing 62 minutes. Um, he, with the goal, and he was at 8.3, so just behind Araujo. So you were you know, kind of on point there. Nice. Um, who was the lowest-rated player? 
Bobby, uh, you go. I don't Alvarez. I don't David? I don't know, man. I kind of feel like Chicha's going to get demerit points because he missed the penalty kick or he got the That's penalty true. block. That's true. Um, he missed the penalty kick. Yeah. Let's go. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Chicha. Bobby. Oh, no, you said Alvarez. I'm sorry. He said Alvarez. Um, legit. No. Now I'm so, just going to give you two names. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really believe legit, but yeah. Uh, so it, it, it's Grant uh, Sear. Uh-huh. He, um, and I, I felt like that was too I, I obvious. Was, <laughs> would have yeah, I know. I was, Harvey. and I was going to say, I was going to say, I, this is the, the game where I didn't, why I wasn't like, damn it, Grant's here. <laughs> Show <Yeah>. me more. <laughs> yeah. And, and here, and here's the thing. Uh, and, uh, I'm glad I get to talk about him here because, uh, with, with the ratings, um, he's rated as a lowest at seven. Point one, which is actually still pretty good. That's not bad. Um, yeah, that's yeah, not terrible. It's, it's not terrible. Well, nobody really 7. had a bad 1. day that day. No, yeah, no, yeah. No, when right. you compare, when you compare the ratings for the Austin players, their highest rated player was seven point three, and our lowest is seven point one. So you can see how you know the difference in again, uh, how this actually all played out. If you actually watch the game, you can tell that by far. The Galaxy were the better team. Um, Grand Seer at 7.1 was the lowest. Played 71 minutes. And I'll tell you right now that Grand Seer didn't have like this spectacular game, but he was the most active and the most involved that I have seen him up to date in a Galaxy uniform. He was very much involved in plays. Um, there were a couple really good you know, combination plays that he and the jet had. Um, he put himself in a, a, a position to, you know, be uh, a factor uh, in the offense, something that I didn't really see too much of in the first four games. Or if I did, it was very sporadic. I, I thought in, especially in the first half that he had a, he made himself known. It was the first time where I'm saying, hey, there he is. Hey, there he is again. Hey, he's on the ball. Hey, that's a, that's a hell of a pass. You know, like where before it's like, hey, is Grant Sear playing? Like, oh, yeah, there he is. You know, it was different. Um, and again, we talked about this. Give this guy some time. Okay. He hasn't played in over a year. He's getting into a new league. Doesn't know English. You know, uh, Cabral's going to be coming in. That's going to change things. Sega is coming in. Um, so another player is going to be coming in as well. We'll talk about him. Um, so. I think when you look at, again, when you're looking at the Galaxy moving forward and improving, I think Grand Sierra has finally started to take some steps in that direction. Again, yeah. only one game. Could, only could one be the game. competition. Could be the competition. And the could fact that, also be that, that yes. Austin's midfield was, was lacking. But right. for sure, it's, it's a good sign. You, you, you look at it and you go, hey, that was positive, And you move on. Yep. Yep. So, um I, uh, I I did like what I saw in him. Not spectacular. Uh, I do expect a little bit more from him. But um, as we said, let's be patient. Um, and and uh, give this guy time to, to grow and develop. The good thing is, is again, uh, we are not dependent on him to win games. And you're seeing that. Four out of five games won. If we were 0-5, yeah. you know, obviously a hell of a lot more critical. But right now, we're not dependent on him. We're winning without him per se so 
if he does find his footing and he does get it going, how much scarier is this team? Yeah. So in, just, in again, past, just keep that in, in years mind. past, we would need him to be the Alessandrini, whereas right. now it's like, oh, you can just be a serviceable MLS player. Right. Well, at the very least, you know, with Vanny building what he's building, he is adding that role player. You know what? Maybe yeah. you don't need to stand out. But you need to do your job in order for this machine to work. Yeah, and I think so, he's doing that. I think and he's I think doing, he's his doing job that for sure. Yeah, and I think um, and I think and he'll get there. He'll get to, to that finished product, or at least we hope he get he gets to that finished product. Can we talk about Cabral for for like a minute? Apps, uh, more than a minute. Sure. <laughs> uh, so so Kevin Cabral makes his debut yep. for the Galaxy. He looked lively out there, man. I love the energy that he brought. I was I was texting Bobby. I was like, man, his his energy is freaking great he made some good runs he you know he he got a he got to put the ball in the back of the net he was offside he was about a step offside but a step uh, offside man i really really like what he looks like he can bring to this team like he brings a different dimension to the way that the galaxy can attack oh man he's so young and yeah fast and ready to go um, I mean, in this game, he really had his head down, really, to be honest, too. Like, he, he was, he was kind of, he looked kind of shy to me in the first game, uh, uh, pers- personality-wise, not playing-wise. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, I, I, if, if we get him, if, if, he start, if he starts, getting, if he starts uh, starting, I think he's, he's going to have enough minutes to get a few back in the net, for sure. I think that there was another... Uh another play and uh, someone had brought it up and I think uh, Michelle and I kind of chimed in. Um, someone had made a comment that, or I, I think I had tweeted um, that there was a play where he, you know, he took the shot on his own. He missed it. And he had Zubac all alone, all alone on the other side. Didn't see him or maybe just didn't want to pass it to him. He wanted to be selfish. Um, in a way, I like the fact that you have a player with a killer instinct. I want to go score, kind of like what Robbie King did. You know, um, he's got a killer instinct. He, he, if if he gets a chance to score, if he gets a chance to take a shot, he's going to take it. What at 21 years old, he still has a lot to learn. Uh, from what we've been told about this player, is that he is still undeveloped. He's still raw, so he still has a lot of like ceiling. Uh, you know, ceiling. It's pretty high, and Greg Vanny gets to mold him into whatever it is that he wants because it's, he's his for the next five years. So the Galaxy are all in on this kid. And I said, look, if the guy on the other end isn't Zubak, let's say it's Victor Vasquez or Chicharito or Legette or even Grand Sear, and he doesn't hit him, then you have to start questioning, ooh, that's a really bad decision right there. He probably, sh- you know, the, 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 the balance here in being that killer is what is your best opportunity? And again, he's a kid, so he's, he's going to have that learning curve, and he's, you know, he's going to learn, hopefully. But I think in the future, you've you got, you got to find that open man. And the fact that it's his first game, I'm not going to, you know, obviously be hard on the guy. And the fact that it was Zubak, you're probably better off taking that shot anyway. But, uh, but the, we hope that his decision-making is good. We have to know what the, you know, the better oppor- uh, scoring opportunity is. And again, I think if it's anybody else, you got to hit him. He's wide open. He's wide open. 
Um, sure, but, but it all, uh, it, all know, you're up to nil. it all depend on the situation as well, dude. We're we're up two zero. It's a, the game is right. ra- is wrapping it, yeah, up, and, and he's in his debut game, and he has a chance to make a goal. Come on, sh- let it happen. Sure, 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 sure. And then I don't know who sprung, who who made the pass. Who made the pass? Uh, I don't to remember. On the offside. No, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. So good pass, good run. He is a step. I mean, he literally is a step offside. Um, and uh, but you know what? Good technique to finish. So yep. I mean, I, I know the stadium lost their shit. I lost my shit. I'm like, oh my god, he actually did. He actually scored, and ah, oh, he's not celebrating. Yeah, That's not that good. would have been so. And awesome. so, yeah. Um, but as David said, I, I, I in the a little amount of time that I that we saw him, I did like what we see. And again, this kid is still young. He's still raw, and Oof! This could be again. I don't like saying potential because of what you you know what you're bringing now, but it's possible this this team could be scary if this holds and they continue to improve. This team could be scary, and again, ooh, shades of 2009. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but man, <laughs> this team, this team, this team has me believing. Greg Vanny has me believing. My God, what could possibly be? We'll have to wait and see. Um, let me pull it back then, since someone's talking. Let me pull it back a little yeah. bit, as Go. I normally do. You like Colorado, who is, uh, I think they're sitting fourth in the Western Conference. Uh, I'm going to have to ch- uh, check that. Um, I did say Colorado was a playoff team this year. I said keep an eye on Colorado. Uh, they've won three in a row. Um, and they are currently, so let me I have it up here. They are currently sitting in fourth place. Um, Galaxy currently sitting in second place. If you look at who Colorado has beaten, they have beaten non-playoff teams. In my opinion, non-playoff teams. Um, Houston might be a little bit of a surprise, but it means they're going to get that W against LAFC too. They got damn well better. <laughs> um, the Galaxy, the same way, have beaten teams that at least the way we predicted them in the beginning of the season, not playoff teams. Um, New York. Um, and we hung on to New York, by the way. And, you know, it doesn't matter how you win. You win. It, it, it's a good, solid win. But right now, New York sitting in ninth place. Yeah, the, you beat Inter-Miami. You had to come from behind. Um, they're on seventh. It's exactly where I had them. Seventh, eighth. They're right there on the bubble. Um, you beat an expansion side in Austin. Okay. And you beat your rival, which is always fantastic. And then you lost to a Seattle team that, you know, that's that's an expected result. Um, you're doing what you need to do. You're winning games that you're supposed to win, which is good. Um, but you have another test, tough test in Portland. And I think that's going to be telling to see, okay, how much more have you improved and how much more you need to improve, depending on how well you play against Portland. It's another tough test. Um, I pull it back in that look at the teams you're beating. Let's beat a playoff team. You beat LAFC. They're a playoff team. Make no mistake about it. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're not going to. They're not going to be sitting at the bottom standings all season. Uh, I wish that were the case, but it's not. Um, so, but again, you could throw form and records out the out the out the window when it comes to rivalry. Um, and the Galaxy always, you know, not always, but most of the time they they, they step up playing against uh, LAFC. So, um, I want to see them be a, a Portland. 
You know, I want to see them uh, go on the road and beat a San Jose. Uh, I don't think San Jose again. San Jose might be in the bubble. Uh, I want to see them go up to Colorado and win that game. Um, at one point, I said, "Hey, go to Minnesota," but that actually might be a victory now. Um, there's still some tough tests out there. Then the Galaxy need to uh, uh, pass those tests. Um, but not taking anything away from them, they're playing well. They're finding ways to win, which is the most important thing. They're finding ways to win. Um, and that's both on the players as much as it is Vanny in making their adjustments. I'm like, well, this isn't working. Do it this way. An ugly win is still a win. So, um, yeah, that's the only way I'm pulling it back. Right now, they're flying high, but, you know, the teams that are beating aren't necessarily um, playoff caliber teams. So, um, still a long season. Still a long season. Anything can happen. So, we've been down this road before, but I, I have faith in this team. I think they, they, for the most part, can continue um, this type of pace. So, what do you think about uh, changes versus Portland? And do you think that we go and make any adjustments to the starting lineup? Do you think uh, maybe Saldana for uh, Harvey? I'd, I'd actually like to see Harvey get another start. I think Harvey deserves um, another start. Yeah, yeah. Do you think, and and more importantly, do you think we see uh, Cabral start against Portland? Uh, I want to say... I want to say it, yes, uh, because Cabral has been playing. It wasn't. Yeah. It, it wasn't a matter of hey, this guy hasn't been playing for a yeah. year and he needs to be match fit. And you know, we don't need him right now. We still don't need him right now. He has. He was playing in his in, in the team that he was, uh, yeah, he playing, was playing for. So you know, he's definitely he's fit. fit. And yeah, you, I don't think you saw uh, it on the field. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's so, whether whether uh, about fitness though. It's I think it's dependent on what Vanny wants to do in the next game because it's not a bad idea to still start Grant Sear and get Cabral in no, there. No, in the second well, half. Grant, no, 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 no. Grant Sear is going to be the starter. You're go- what you're going to do is Grant Sear is going to move to the right, and Cabral is going to be to the left, mm. and Leggett is going to be switched to the middle. Alvarez, yeah, Alvarez is, is out. That's what you that's that, right. Yeah. yeah, that's who you take out. So, well, more more interesting, who do you who do you swap out for Vasquez? Because if you move all of those players around, who do you drop for Vasquez? Do you drop the Jet to bring Vasquez in? No, I think. Um, or do you drop Harvey? I think you it would have, have to be Harvey. Harvey, and then you put and then you put Legette paired up with Jonathan, who has worked before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you put them uh, in the back, I, like to 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 yeah. be the sort of. I would be totally guys. fine with that yeah. starting for sure. But who knows what Vanny yeah. would want to do? You know, I I think a, a lot of it depends on on the way that we get set we set up against the other team, like how right. the other team plays, and what the what the best uh, recipe for for success there is. But one thing is for sure, um, you know that now we have some some good depth. Uh, coming in and and now there's rumored or well I I would say a little bit more than a rumor right Lewis uh, the the signing the impending announcement of Ryan Rabelasson. Yep, uh, uh, we have to so, speak French, guys. Yeah, definitely need uh, these are learning French. This is although he officially isn't French, he is Ma- 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 Madagascar. Madagascar. He grew yeah. up Madagascar. in France, though. He grew up. He what, was born in Madagascar. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. speaks – obviously, he speaks French, and he was raised in France. Uh, he plays soccer in France, uh, 24-year-old defensive midfielder. So now you have a um, pure defensive midfielder, um, you know, the way Perry Kitchen was um, in – or in the fact that that is his sole position. That's what he's going to play. Um, that is another positive. And 
when you bring in a guy like that, you know he's going to be starting. And this is, again, a difference between this year. We talked about, okay, you, you have to send Harvey to the bench. You're going to have to send Saldana to the bench. Uh, Alvarez is going to the bench. You can send Grant Sear to the bench and whatever. The fact that you could, okay, let's take out, so in, in the formation that we kind of predicted, we're saying, okay, put Legette in there with Jonathan Dos Santos. You can take Legette out, and you can put in a Harvey and Saldana and say, okay, we know what they bring to the table, and it's not that big, you know, it's not that big of a drop-off. It's a drop-off, but... It's no, not, it's a big drop-off, right? but it, I think it's workable if right. you have both of them in there. Right. But the fact is, the fact of the matter is, we're going to see that because you have to assume that Jonathan Dos Santos is going to get called into Mexico. Sebastian Legit is right. going to get called into the U- right. U.S. national team for either the Gold Cup or the Nations League or World Cup qualifying, or all three, because Burhalter really likes Legit. Um, who knows what's going to happen with Efrain Alvarez? Uh, the one guy that for sure isn't going to go is going to be Grant Sear. <laughs> you know, so at right. least th- that's the one constant you have. And I mean, if Chicha keeps playing the way he's playing, Mexico might call him up again. Um, so as of right now, uh, Tata Martino has not called up Chicha. He wasn't in the prelim- preliminary roster. I'm not even sure if you could change that or not anymore. Um, but um I mean, I prefer him not to go well, <laughs> if that's the well, case. Of course. So, you know, so not really worried that he didn't get a call up and he ain't playing for a team I particularly like. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, just keep, just keep him here. Yeah, we're, we're definitely going to see a lot of rotation in these in the in, through the middle of the, the midfield because uh, and, and that's good because we're bringing in this guy, uh, Revelason, to see I, I, I'm, I'm somewhere between. Videl Sasan and uh, Revlon. <laughs> You've been saying it right. <laughs> yeah, you have been. I know. At least, at least, well, you know, we don't know if we're saying it right. Yeah. We honestly but again, don't like, know. Well, we, well, we do know that going, we're saying Sega's Revlon, name wrong. So. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. Sega. Uh, in, in my head, again, I'm saying Videl Sasan and <laughs> Revlon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. That's all right. That's, that's, all right. that's a 90s kid right there. <laughs> We just need to sign uh, somebody called Maybelline, and <laughs> we're good to go. <laughs> well, there is still one player, a mystery player, that the Galaxy are looking at. Um, that was another thing that actually came out today, was that um, scouts are continuing to stay in France and are apparently still looking at another player. We're picking Don't up babies now, man. Is. Shit, in France. Here's, give us a baby here. Give us a baby there. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. There you go. Start setting up those franchises. Um, yeah, well, we don't have any information. All we know is that the scouts are staying there longer than they had anticipated, and apparently they're looking at somebody else. So uh, don't know who that is. Don't know what position that would be for. Um, but, yeah, it's a French Revolution, guys, happening right before our eyes here in Los Angeles. So um, fun times. Fun times for the galaxy. I mean, you know, pretty soon we're going to have to change our color scheme to, to red, to blue, white, and red, right? Uh, we're almost there. We have the blue and the white going. <laughs> or we had the blue and the white going. Uh, not the red. I don't mind throwing No, it's not too good. Uh, all right. Uh, let me go ahead and switch topics here. Um, now, I, I didn't want to talk about this. Well, but go well, on. Before, no, no, before we get into that, maybe I can help you segue into that because – um, right. Last last week we uh, we did ask for, for questions and we did get a question like a day late, 
So I wanted to bring this up because I think it has, I think it can lead you into the next topic of okay. conversation here, Lewis. Okay. Um, so last week, Angel, our friend Angel Figueroa from Straight From The Sands, um, asked us. Uh, Hi, and Angel, at that time, I love you. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> we all know who the favorite is, Angel. You don't have to say it, but you know, you can tell me anytime you tell me, anytime you talk to me. Uh, it's not Bobby. <clears throat> um, so, so Angel, <laughs> Angel asks. They moved to you, Lewis. Um, I don't know. Well, I don't know. So I, I modified. I, I did modify his question just a little bit to 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 keep up with with this week. So, twelve out of fifteen points to start the season, and we've already seen some carnage in the West in you know the first few weeks and first five games. Um, do you guys see the G's ending up in the top three based on what we've already seen? Um, the power rankings are so, so close, man. Things can shift like crazy. <laughs> At any given I, moment. I think, Bob, you want to take it first or should I? Yeah, well, I mean, it, uh, really what, what Angel's asking us to do is, is to make the, the angel rankings, not the, rankings. Not the power <laughs> rankings. <laughs> go, Lewis, go. So, I mean, here's the thing. Um, so, at the beginning of the season, I said the Galaxy are out of the playoffs. I said eighth place. Um, I said you're going to have to knock off one of these teams in order to – to do that. I said, give Seattle a playoff spot. Give Portland a playoff spot. Give LAFC a playoff spot. I said, give Minnesota a playoff spot. I said, give Kansas City a playoff spot. So you're fighting against San Jose, Dallas. Um, and um, I believe if you really want to throw it in there, um, uh, RSL. Those are the teams where I'm saying, okay, that's probably who you're fighting. That's tough. You're looking at Minnesota, not looking like a playoff team. And again, it's early, but you're not looking like a playoff team. Kansas City is currently sitting in third place. I am not impressed with them. I have not been impressed with Kansas City. I don't think that they – I haven't finished, I think, fourth or fifth. I think they might be ending up toward like maybe like a sixth spot. I said Colorado is a dark horse. They're currently sitting in fourth. But again, they're not playing playoff caliber teams. They're, they're beating up on who they're supposed to beat up. But – you know, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. I'm just not – I still think Colorado makes the playoffs, but it's one of those teams where, like, hey, the Galaxy can beat them. At least for me, I feel the Galaxy can beat them. Um, Houston has been kind of a surprise. You know, eking out victories at home, not a good road team, but winning their games, um, I think they're a little bit of a surprise. I still think that Galaxy can beat them. A uh, little tougher to do in Houston. The way everything is going – I don't think it's actually that far off base anymore. And again, it's still early. Uh, a lot can happen. Everything can, you know, you know, switch around. Uh, like I said, LAFC is at the bottom of the standings, and they won't be there all season. They're going to make the playoffs. Uh, it may not be as high as uh, a lot of people predicted they would finish, but they'll be in the playoffs. Um, but it, it is looking currently that the galaxy are a playoff team and if this team does improve and it does you know um continue to go in the direction that we're seeing them go and cabral is a hit and grand seer improves and uh Ravaloson is you know the real deal yeah i think this may very well be a top three team and again shades of 2009 2000, yeah it, it's i i can't even believe i'm saying it 
because I, I didn't think this. Like I said, wind back three months. I wouldn't have said this. I wasn't saying this at all. Um, but the Galaxy are, 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 are saying, hey, man, we may not win every game, but we're going to be competitive, and we're going to make you really work for that victory. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's that off base right now. At least at the moment, I don't think it's that off base. Um, currently, that is the average in the power rankings. You have ESPN, who is giving the Galaxy a number two spot. And you have MLS, who is giving them a number four spot. So um, I do want to talk about these these power rankings. I did not want to talk about it because they don't really deserve attention. Um, because they don't mean anything. They mean absolutely dick. Well, okay, they're, this they're, isn't... they're flawed to begin with. Like, the way they started it out to begin with is flawed. Right. But, I, I mean, I, obviously, it's extremely subject, uh, subjective. And I get that. The, the, the thing is, is that... I, I and I get how Galaxy Twitter gets very, very sensitive when somebody isn't praising the team, um, especially when it's you know when they feel it's they deserve to be. Um, but I also feel like you know this isn't like college football where these the polls are all based on opinions. They're not anything like you know the standings in uh, a conference is one thing. But the polls are all based on opinions. It's, it's based on the press. It's based on coaches. So those do matter. And they did matter at some point. That's the difference between you getting into the playoff or a certain bowl game. Okay? So one of the beefs that Galaxy, and look, let, let's face it, it's not just us. It's all of MLS who are getting on the case of you know the MLS power rankings and that LAFC is so high up no matter what it is that they do, they are like the, the SEC team that they can lose all their games and still be in the playoffs. Um, and that's where people have a problem with it. Well, I said, don't pay any attention to them because it doesn't matter. It doesn't, you know, being in one, being in 25th, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's not going to determine a playoff spot. It doesn't determine a seeding. The only Rankings that matter are the actual standings and how they finish at the end of the season. So I didn't want to talk about I didn't want to pay attention to it. But what came out today was so pure gold. It's so hard for me not to bring this up. So LFC loses yet again. They are winless in four games. They won one game. Galaxy win four out of five. Everyone is already, you know, just waiting for the rankings to come out. They cannot wait what the explanation is and how it come about. So they, so they, they, it comes out this morning. Galaxy are number four. And then, okay, where do you put LAFC? Comes out number nine. And I believe it was Chris Tucker who was the first one to point it out and post it on Twitter. Um, on the website, they have the rankings. And under every team they have some sort of little like summary about you know why they're there uh maybe uh you know form um or current form and you know yeah but let's let's not forget that you're the author of this power rankings the original reasoning for lafc being number one was good soccer team is right so and that actually kind of goes on to what is going on here where it's like look i have nothing to write about lafc all i know is that i have to put these guys as high as i possibly could put them which is explaining why wait, good soccer team is good that is literally what you wrote so today this comes out i know everybody listening to this episode has seen it it's read it but it's so good 
for me not to read it again. This is amazing. I'm going to go ahead and read it verbatim. This is not Photoshop. This is not fan made. This is literally on the official MLS site. This is what it says for the uh, LAFC summary being ranked number nine at the bottom of the Western Conference. Only one victory against an expansion side. And this is what they wrote. Quote, oh, wow. Look, the MLS writers put LAFC ninth despite them being in last place in the Western Conference. I bet you a casual MLS watcher wants to complain about that. But what you, a casual, don't understand about LAFC that MLS writers do is that two years ago, they were really good. So, in your face, it's like you didn't even consider, you clearly uninformed person you, that they finished seventh in the conference last season. That's only like six whole spots from first. And how many teams even get that close? Like four? This team is great. Just trust us. In fact, I retroactively make them number one in the power rankings. What are you going to do about it? Only be good enough to pick up one win this season and have that one win come against an expansion team? <laughs> Holy shit! This made my day. Who writes this? This, this <laughs> yeah, made yeah, that's what my I wanted. <laughs> fucking day. I read this and I had to. I, I literally had to check this up. Like this is not real. This is not real. And it's still I up? had to look for myself. I feel like it would be. It, it would have came yeah. down by now. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, this is there. official. This is on the. No, troll. I know. I mean, this is. No, I feel like it is, is an employee doing something no, they, <laughs> that they want to just do. I Yeah, they, they got mad yeah. from getting... They, they got upset because they kept getting piled on by all the listeners and all the people on Twitter just going after them about I, how ill-informed they've been. I, I, I mean, this made me laugh so much. I was sitting in my car waiting to, to, to go into work. I got to work early. So I'm sitting in my car. I was listening to the, uh, to, to the broadcast on Twitter. And then that's when I saw, like, it actually being posted, I was like, oh my God, like, there's no way this is real. I saw it, I laughed. I couldn't stop laughing. I read this so many times. I am not even joking. This is my fucking, this is the single best thing I have read ever in like MLS circles. This is just way too good. This is, this is fantastic. I love this. And the, the, the thing is, is that I, I get the troll. I also feel like, you know, like, I know you're talking to Galaxy fans, but it's not just that. It, I mean, it, it's it's not just the Galaxy fans who are saying, bro, like, are you serious? It's everybody else. It's everybody else who has a better record against LAFC, and those fans are saying, what the fuck? You know, give us a little bit more respect and stop giving so much love to these guys. Um, the only real, like, thing I had about this piece where I was like, okay – I get what you're doing and I get what you're saying, but this is a little off here. It, I mean, obviously I'm not losing sleep over it. It didn't bother me and it made me laugh. But the whole casual, the whole casual watcher, um, I get it. These, these guys, you know, they take themselves really seriously. Like, I get it. Um, and I'm not a guy who, you know, makes enemies of someone who has a different opinion of uh, that, than my own. We disagree and that, that's it, you know? I still listen to them. Uh, most of the time, they're, you know, they make good points. Obviously, they're, they're more informed than we are, and I get it. But if anybody is listening to you, if anybody reads what you write, and if they even know who you are, I can guarantee you, 
they aren't casual MLS fans. They're watching the league. They know what's up. I will show you a casual MLS fan. They will never have heard of you. They have no idea who you are. They've never read anything that you've written. The people who are criticizing you, they're doing it for a reason. And they're giving you these reasons for it. You know, they're not just talking out of their ass like I have a better record. Sometimes that is the case. Personally, I don't think the Galaxy are number two. That would mean that they are favorites over any random MLS opponent, which is not true. It's not true. LAFC is certainly not number nine based on what they're doing right now. I wouldn't have them as 23rd because I know that's not 23rd. They're probably in the teens right now um, for me. There's no way that they're in top 10 based on their form. And if they're saying to themselves, you know, look, wait till the end of the season. We'll be vindicated. All the shit that you're saying to us, we're going to go right back at you. We're going to be vindicated. Look where they end up. That's fine. And I understand that. In which case, don't do the power rankings. What you're doing is, these are my predictions before the season starts. That's what you're doing. I think, I, I think that's, that's all it is. Yeah, I think if they were called something other than the power rankings, you know, like the, like, we're fucking around rankings, <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, that fits right in line. Look, if, if we were to write the power rankings and we wrote that, we'd be like, yeah. That makes sense. Yep, yep. Those guys don't know shit. <laughs> that is absolutely what our listeners come to us for. But for for it to for it to be from the league, I mean, it's very obvious. Like a tongue in cheek troll on on especially you know it's directed at Galaxy fans because of course it is because everything revolves around us. But do better, MLS. Come on, man. Like the, it, on. it's just. I mean, I, I love. I love this piece. I swear to God, I'm gonna. Uh, every time I'm feeling down, I'm just gonna read this because it's that great to me. I love it. But, and again, I'm not losing sleep. You can put LAFC number one, and they can be 0 and 20, you know 0 and 25. I don't give a shit because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It it's it doesn't affect your 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 seating. Doesn't affect your standings at all. You know, it's not something that I get get bent out of shape for. But this it this is going to go into the wackiness. Of MLS, this is going to go into like that lore because you know from the good soccer team is good to this, you know those power rankings don't mean anything, but you definitely have everyone's attention now. You know this is now a joke, and it's and it's it's hilarious. It's it's and now you like you can't wait for next week. Okay, what? How else are they going to shoot themselves? I mean, it did well. Look, but but look, it did it did its job. People stopped paying attention to the power rankings. This came out. Everybody's going to pay attention. They're going right. to get all the clicks next week. Right. So it, and I think, it did exactly what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of partially it's, what it is as well. Like, yeah. I, we, and we talked about this. This, total this is like, it's, it's, an, it's entertainment. They're there because they need the attention. This is how they get their attention. Um, and obviously, you know, they've been criticized for the past three years. Like, dude, talk about someone other than LAFC. Like, they've acknowledged it. And I know that they're, I'm sure the producers are like pushing this team. It's, it's pretty obvious. And, you know, it's one thing to say, like, you know what, maybe I'm being biased. I'm a Galaxy fan. I'm going to see things differently. But, no, it's 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 pretty obvious at this point. Um, uh, and it's not just us saying this. Like, a lot of other teams in the league. It is. And that's the, the fan, thing. It's fan not just us. Other teams in the league. Right. You scratch your heads over the, the level of respect that LAFC gets compared to the right. rest of, of the league. Right. And, and like I said, I mean, like, there is – this is subjective. And, you know, records don't necessarily – you know, reflect on the power rankings either, even if they are legitimate. I mean, let's just say, for instance, 
that a team played three games. Two teams had played three games. One team played Cincinnati three times in a row. They won each of those games five nothing. So you have a uh, you know a goal differential of plus fifteen, and you have three clean sheets compared to another. I, I would put that team pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> compared to another team that played, say, Seattle three games in a row and have no points, you know, but only lost like by one. Like, are you saying that one team, it's it's really hard to compare this team to that team because, well, look at the competition that you played. You played against the, this team played against the best. This team played against the worst. Like, you can't just say, well, this guy's in last place because they're 0-3 and this guy's in first place because he's 3-0 as far as power rankings are concerned. Standings, yes, that's accurate. There's nothing you can do about it. But it's really hard to kind of base that. So I understand that, look, LAFC is not going to be 23rd. I, I get that. They're not a 23rd place team. It doesn't reflect that. I get that they're going to be in the playoffs, but as of right now, there's no way you can put them in the top 10. And I think that's the joke. And I think that's, again, what would you say? It's the clickbait. But um, I think I have, all, all, you know, like I said, I don't pay attention to it, but I, I got suckered into it. This is great. This is hilarious. This is like my, this is going to be like my morning coffee every Tuesday morning. Because this is just like, it's it's too... At this point, it's too good not to pay attention because at the end of the day, I mean, MLS is entertainment after all. So I think this just kind of adds to that, you know, that wackiness of MLS for me. And um, yeah, and now I'm looking forward to next Tuesday again because why not? One of these days, uh, they're going to call on either one of us, Lewis, that are listening into the uh, the thing. I, I, I think we got close to getting called on uh, a couple weeks ago, when Dave Goss uh, started hitting us up over uh, over DM, but uh, these this last couple times, I think Delmi got on there to talk about uh, Galaxy and LAFC, and then another one of our uh, Twitter <laughs> colleagues, I guess is what you want to call them, uh, was was on there today. Jesus, sorry, just fall. Yeah, I always nice. fall. This is my <laughs> <laughs> this is my my fall for the episode. Uh, so do we have any other questions before we wrap this up? Um, Fredo from 410 says, or asks, um, oops, sorry, now I, I just lost it. Is it good or is it great to be a G? It's neither. It's orgasmic. Oh, my God. Fredo from Fullerton. <laughs> it's euphoric. But I will tell you, listen, Fredo, if you're listening. Fill out your balls and beer sheet, right, man? You you chose a bet for every single outcome of every single game. <laughs> so <laughs> he filled out every column. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so uh, that, that, you didn't do it right, but. <laughs> so, okay, we'll get that. Uh, we'll get that fixed. Um, other than that, not much going on. Um, I have nothing else to say. Does anybody else... Nope. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is episode 221. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button.